Hello, folks. Welcome to our Run Club, the podcast. Um, we're talking episode 96. And today we're going to chat a little bit about beginning running. Yes. Right. And yes. that could take different shapes and forms. And we'll talk about that in a little bit as we get rolling. Um, first, though, we want to talk a little bit about how our running week went. Yeah, man. I had, a, I had a pretty solid week this week. Yeah. I feel like I got a little bit more consistent. Yes. I ran a little yeah. bit more. You were a little down last podcast about yeah. the week before. Yeah, yeah. So I had tried <clears> to <throat> like really kind of nail it down and make sure I like at least got out the door for a few miles, three yes. to five every day. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm feeling it. I'm I, feeling your it. Your mood right. kind of seems like you're in a better place with the running, right? Yes. Which kind of carries over into other aspects of your life. You know, if you're a runner, you know what I mean. Um, right, so. I'm feeling good about myself. I'm good. feeling good. I got good. out there this morning. I got a three spot in. I got my new headlamp. Ooh. I'm excited about. I got the Moon. This is Moon Sport. Moon Sport U Pro. Yeah, it's Something nice. Like that. It's nice. Once again, you can read a newspaper from the moon on that. You could, With or that. you could land a plane if you wanted to. Yes, yes. Um, but yeah, it's a very <clears throat> lovely headlamp. And I feel confident when I go out there. I feel confident that I can see where I'm going. You have to feel confident. And I'm not going to get hit by a car. So I feel like, all right, I'm more likely to get out there and do it. Mm -hmm. Um, So I did three. Then a couple days, I did like three or four. And then I got a five spot in. So I'm just feeling good. Good. You know, I'm feeling a little sore. All right. Okay. But I'm feeling good. Hey, you know, sore is okay. You know? It means I'm doing something. It means you're doing something. You know? And that's all right. You know, we, we deal with it. Runners can handle a little soreness. Yeah. A little pain. So, good. Glad to hear it. Yeah, how about you, man? How's your week, dude? Solid. I mean, you know, um, you mentioned confidence, right? You know, you were in your headlamp confidence. Um, what's added to the confidence, being able to see at night with a headlamp, right? Yep. You know, uh, for me, was lack of ice and lack of snow on the ground, which yeah, has been good. good. You know? Um, Knock on wood. Knock on, knock on wood. And uh, that's been nice. And I've been feeling good. Ankles feeling good. Um, yeah, all around. Um, I'm pleased. I'm pleased. Yeah. Uh, solid week. Um, I do say that I have to say, I have to admit uh, that there were a couple of times that I didn't want to get out there and I forced myself to do it, right? You know, I had doubts in my mind. Like last night, I was like, ah, I haven't had a day off in a long time from running. I didn't feel like I was going to go out. And I did. And I had a good run. Isn't that how, it's how yeah. it always goes. It, it always know? works out that way. Um, you know, sometimes you're huffing and puffing through the whole thing, but in the end, you're glad you did it. Right. So. That's how I was this morning. This yeah. morning was like, uh, I set it out to be like a three to five mile run. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, today's like a three spot. Yeah. Because I'm not, I just wasn't feeling it, yep. you know, while I was running. But then I finished and I was like, oh man, I'm so glad I got out here yep. and did that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think it's important to just like, you know, do something. Even if you're not running, go for a walk. Walks are good. Exercise. Walks are good. It's good to get out there, get some fresh air. Uh, you know, if it's sunny, you can get some vitamin D, you know, mm-hmm. and so it's good. You know, you get out there and move it. Get some vitamin R this morning. Yeah, vitamin R. Tell me about this. Vitamin R is just stands for run. <laughs> <laughs> I got a little vitamin R. There was no sun or anything. So. Yeah. Well, it's good. Yeah. You got some in. Got it in. I didn't get mine in, but you know, you know when I go, I usually go in You're the evening. You're going to go after work. So, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is hard, you know. You, you get to the evening and it's like, it's dark nowadays and it's like, mm. oh, I can't get myself out there, you know. Once I get out there and I just start going, you know. Yeah, then you're good. Yeah, that's yeah. the key. Getting out there, getting started. Um, cool. So let's talk a little bit about beginning 
this yeah. running thing. Okay. Starting yeah. off. Starting off, because I mean, and maybe we should qualify this. You could be an absolute beginner to running. Mm -hmm. Or maybe you had have a long layoff from running, right? Right. Maybe we're talking months. Maybe we're even talking years. I mean, I didn't run for years, and then I got back into it. So it was a, really a little daunting. Yeah. Because I can be. I thought I can do so much, and I really couldn't do as much <laughs> as I thought I could. Right. And so, or maybe you're right. So you a long layoff or an injury, and you're getting back into it. Or maybe you're beginning a new training cycle for a different distance. Right. You right? could be like someone who's done a couple 5Ks, 10Ks, yep. and then you're like, maybe I want to jump it up to a half. Yeah. Or a full. Yeah. Like our buddy Junior. Yeah. Right. right. So he, a Junior from Indiana, uh, he completed his half, knocked it out of the ballpark. Crushed that. And thing. now he wants to go on and do a full marathon. Yes. So he's got to start training for that. So he's beginning in that endeavor. He is, and yeah. I saw he it, did his first workout. All right. Wow, yeah. Like, yeah. I think it was yesterday after yep. we sent him the plan. He crushed it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think we can talk <laughs> a little bit about starting off from scratch. Yes. And then maybe build our way up, you right. know? Right, right. Um, so, if I am a beginner, Ray, never run before, mm -hmm. but I see all these cool cats um, out there with their brightly colored clothing. Yes. And I want to get out there and run. Mm -hmm. How do I start? Okay, well, you, I think I would say um, that I think it's good to find like-minded people, mm -hmm. right? Because um, it's always good to have training partners. Absolutely. Um, and I think it's good to follow a plan. Mm -hmm. I think structure is very, very important. Oh, dude! Because it could be daunting. Important. Like if you're talking about beginning or starting, you know, starting out, it's like you might not necessarily know where to go. Right. So it's good, I think, to follow a plan and to have some structure mm -hmm. and people. I totally agree. Yeah. What type of plan? Well, I mean, should I are... just hop up off the couch and start running? Uh, I mean, some people do that. Mm -hmm. I know people who do that. I yeah, think yeah. our buddy Gilly did that. I mean, he yep. was walking and then he started to run. But um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think that's great for some folks. Some people, folks are just self-starters and they get out there and they do it. But, you know, uh, other folks, not so much. They don't know where to go and then and don't know where to turn. Um, so they need that structure. And I think that mm -hmm. there's certainly um, there's certainly a lot of stuff that you could find if you were to oh, go online. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of resources out there. There's different types of apps mm -hmm. there's different types of information and philosophy so and that could be daunting too to actually kind of sift through that and figure out what's right for you right, uh, right. but in the end you kind of have to take a look at well okay i'm going to look for a plan i had need this structure think along the lines of well how many what do i want to run is there a certain distance right kind of think of some targets maybe even write down well what do i want to do what do i want to gain from this so i want to run my first my 5k it's what are my goals goals set goals set some goals you know do I want to run a 5K or do I just want to run a certain distance mm -hmm. by myself or with a group of people, feel comfortable with it? Do I want to get into shape, get, gain a little more fitness? Mm -hmm. um, what do I want to do, man? Yeah. What so, do I want to do? Uh, structure is very important, yep. like-minded people and setting some goals, writing down some goals. Indeed. And those goals can be adjusted as you proceed or they can, you might achieve those goals and move on to something right. after that. I agree. Yeah. I do think it is a, uh, and I think a lot of apps and training plans do this, but I think it's important to, you know, build very gradually when you first start. Yes. So, like, if you're jumping up off the couch and you've never run before in your whole life, 
Um, maybe you start with a run walk. Run walk. Okay. You know, like yeah. an interval training. Yep. To begin mm -hmm. until you get comfortable and get into the the rhythm and the routine of actually being able to like get out there and run. Yeah, and you'll find a lot of Couch to 5K apps will do that. We do that mm -hmm. when we host our beginner running group, right. um, which is something to look into. It's really tough. Uh, it's a little harder these days with the whole pandemic mm -hmm. happening, but you know, if you can, in certain situations, find a group that you can do this with yeah. or a place that is offering up this, yep. you know, maybe it's, maybe it's not necessarily in person right now. Mm -hmm. We could do the pandemic. Uh, maybe you might find something that is you know, um, virtual, you know, right. a virtual plan that you can follow or maybe that you can follow with a smaller group of folks, yeah. Um, yeah, you know, yeah. taking all the precautions into place that you would need to, to, mm -hmm. you know, take in the mind that there's a pandemic going on right yeah. now. So there's that. Um, I want to also say coaching. Coaching is huge. There's a lot of online coaches that you can, um, you can find mm -hmm. and we know some real good ones. Yes. Yes. And, um, so finding that person that you can, you know, look to for, their expertise, their knowledge, their information, mm -hmm. and having them guide you along through that. Yep. It's helpful. Yeah, and if you're not sure where to start, then you can look to your local running store. Oh, right. Look, you know, think local, local resources. Yes. Local running store, local running uh, clubs yep. and teams, you know. Keep yeah. it local, yeah, right? I think that's the best way to do it. In your community. You know, when this pandemic thing is kind of <clears throat> squashed with vaccines and such, which is yeah. coming. It's I coming. I can feel it. It is. I can feel it. I can feel it too. Um, then you'll be able to have, you'll have that group, that community already. Because yes. you've reached out to the store. You've reached out to the running club. Maybe you hired a coach. You've got the built-in community. Yeah. And that community is what helps hold you accountable. Yes. Um, and I think as a beginner, and I, we know this from experience, right? So like we've done this beginning runner group thing for years mm -hmm. and sometimes folks will start and they won't finish. Yeah. Um, and so you've got to set yourself up for success. And I think holding yourself accountable by like having the group is one of the key ways to, to like set yourself up. I agree. You know? Yep. Um, mm-hmm. So, Ray, another question. I'm a beginner. We're talking just off the couch again. Yes. And I just started, and these little, like, aches and pains are popping up. Mm -hmm. What are these, like, common, I mean, I don't know if I'd call them, like, injury injuries. Okay. But there's some soreness that I get. Yep. And um, how do I deal with those things? Well, I mean, certainly you're going to find that kind of soreness with any kind of physical endeavor that you make. Right. You're going to put stress on your body, mm -hmm. right? Your muscles, your joints, tendons, yep. you know. Even if you start to pick up you. basketball league. Exactly, exactly. And so your body has to adjust and react. Mm -hmm. All right. So it's kind of par for the course. Right. You know, uh, but there are things that you can do. But just listen to your body. Yep. Pay attention to your body. Mm -hmm. uh, is it muscle soreness or is it something more? Right. Okay. And that's, you know, that's why I think coaching is mm -hmm. helpful. Yes. Um, having the other people too to having other people. ideas off of. Right. Super helpful. And I think, again, think local, think of your community, mm -hmm. think of the resources. Right. You know, um, network. Okay. So mm -hmm. um, is yeah. there a way, so like, is there a way I can tell? The difference between soreness and an injury. 
Uh, sometimes, yeah. Right. And you know with runners, though, sometimes the runners can push the limits, right? Right. And run through something that is serious. So yeah, yeah. Um, certainly, you know, I mean, soreness is something that, you know, you can run through. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, you're, if it's severe enough, you're not going to be able to run through something. Right. We're talking like so painful that you, you just can't, can't, do it. can't do it. Right. I also find that a lot of injuries are like specific spots. Yes. Whereas like soreness, you might find like, oh, my calves are sore. Mm-hmm. An injury will be like this spot on my knee yeah. hurts. Or my foot. Or my foot. Right. And it's just like one specific spot on one side of your body. Yeah. As opposed to just a general pain and soreness. Yeah. So yes. Yes. that's something to think about. So like if you're just starting running and then you start and you get like a really like something bothering you in a very specific area, then it's time to back off, check yeah. with like a physical therapist, doctor, mm-hmm. whatever, get that sorted. Yep. I think what, what can be helpful to um, lessen the potential for injury mm-hmm. and soreness is to, you know, do a dynamic warm-up, right? Do yeah. proper exercises. Yep. To help, you know, get your muscles warmed up, get your blood flowing, mm-hmm. uh, engage you know, your body, you know, to prepare yourself for a workout. Right. And then post-workout, there are things that you can do. There are stretches that can help with recovery. Yeah. So um, those things are very, very important. So as you go into this, mm-hmm. understand you your structured plan, your running and walking should also include proper warm-up, mm-hmm. proper cool-down. Yep. And stretching, right? right? And foam rolling. The, I think going into it with that mindset mm-hmm. helps you to develop habits that in the end yeah. are going to help you continue right. and will go with you mm-hmm. as you progress, right? right. So, so, so like you might get a workout from your coach that is a total of, say, 30 minutes. Yes. But you might want to block out 45, maybe an hour. Yeah. To make sure you get your dynamic warm-up in, mm-hmm. your post-run stretch, yeah. maybe foam rolling. Make sure that you keep on top of those habits. Yes. Give yourself enough time to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that will help kind of tamp down any injuries that might pop up. Yep. And you'll get stronger. You'll get more fit. And, you know, the, those, the, the muscle soreness will, will go away and you'll be um, less likely to get injured if you're warmed up and ready to go so right. yeah and then how long <clears throat> should i plan on doing like a say a couch to 5k program how long does that tend to be i mean you know you roughly i mean say 14 weeks ish ideally ideally yeah. yeah give or take i've seen you 10 know. to 12 yes. as well yes um we like the 14 weeks because it just gives you enough mm-hmm. time to get from zero to hero. Yes. And uh, that also helps tamp down injuries because you're not ramping up too quickly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we like 14 weeks. Indeed. We I do. answered my own question. How about that? It was great, but I'm right there with you. <laughs> so I'm like, right there with you. I got another question. Okay. I did my 14 weeks. I'm feeling fantastic. You know, Ray and Eric, best coaches ever, <laughs> got me from zero to a 5K. Now I want to now I want to jump up. How do I go about going from say I want to go from 5k to a half marathon? Okay. 
I'm skipping the 10K. 10K is... You could just say, yeah, I mean, uh, you might or you might be training for the 10K or you might be going to the half marathon. But yeah. in this case, if we're going to the half marathon, I would say don't reinvent the wheel, right? right. Don't reinvent the wheel. Mm -hmm. What did you do to get into running? What did you do to get to the point where you, what you, got, you were an absolute beginner or mm -hmm. you were starting out and you wanted to train for a 5K? Well, think about it. Do some of the same things that you did. Right. Goals, set your goals. Well, what do I want to do? Do I, I'm going to run this half marathon. How fast do I want to go? Mm -hmm. How long do you know? How long do I want to you know finish this? What, what's my time on this? Mm -hmm. um, or do I want to finish comfortably and not worry about time? I just want to you know finish, finish it. Um, what are your you know established goals? Mm -hmm. And then training plan. Right. Right. Maybe you've got a coach you're working with. Maybe you've got a group of people who want to do it with you. Right. We yeah. know people beginners who are still like dear friends after doing just coming together as strangers yeah. uh, starting out to run the first 5k and you know maybe there's people who want to do it with you um, mm -hmm. and then there are lots of once again local resources um, coaches training plans clubs so don't reinvent the wheel right but that structure is good it is lay down your goals mm -hmm. and then proceed and do all and, mm -hmm. and and those habits that you learned along the way you're not going to drop your dynamic warm-up Nope. You're not going to drop your stretching. Nope. You're not going to um, drop proper nutrition and hydration nope. and rest. You're not going to drop those things. No. They just, you're going to, you're amping it up to go proceed to something mm -hmm. that might be longer. Right. But with that being said, there are certain things that you've got to take into account. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have to be spending a little bit more time running. That's true, right? man. And maybe less time walking. But like if you're talking jumping up in a distance, well, you're going to have to commit to Hey, I'm gonna to have to right. amp it up here. You might have a two-hour-long run on the weekend. Right. You know exactly, you and you build yeah. your schedule around these workouts to yeah. make sure you can get the run in, but also continue to do those other things. Yeah. Um, which is key because it's not just ramping up mileage. Yes. You've got to rest more. Yeah. You've got to recover more. Mm -hmm. You've got to warm up maybe a little bit more. Yeah. So everything kind of gets. Yeah, and it's just more intense. And also, too, look, we're human beings who have other aspects of our lives. It's true. I have spouses, a children, I get a baby, jobs. Exactly, exactly. Oh. You have to be also too as you're thinking about your goals. What's realistic for me? Right. How many days a week? Again, how many days a week am I going to be able? To, you know, am I going to be able to run? Um, I'm going to have to check with my my spouse, my husband or wife, and try to figure out, hey, um, mm. am when I okay to do this? Yeah. When can I do this? How can I do <laughs> are this? You, am, is it okay for me to do this? Mm -hmm. So, you know, those, those are things you have to really consider. Right. Because you don't want to, you know, just disregard everything else for running. You know what I mean? No. I don't. And that can happen. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> exactly. Well, you know. You yeah. know, you, you, oh, there's... Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know what it's like, you know, I mean... Runners can be very driven, right? Mm -hmm. oh. And uh, you just have to balance it with everything. Right. And it's a juggling routine sometimes. So mm -hmm. You've got to set a SMART goal. SMART. We talked about it last time. We did. Right? Yeah. SMART goals. SMART goals, man. So, yeah. Cool. So, and I think, too, it's super important to, like, block out not just, like, okay, my two-hour run, but macro. Look at it macro. You're going to want to take that 14 weeks yeah. I mean, for Junior's marathon plan, we're jumping to 16 He's got weeks. 16 weeks going on. Well, that's 26.2 right? miles. That's a good chunk of time. Right. So and he wants to, you know. Yeah, yeah. So if you're going from, you know, even just like, I think he's been doing like 10-mile long runs or whatever, 
to get to that 26.2, mm-hmm. you're going to take a couple months to, to get there. Because you're going to have to take those 10-mile long runs and get them up to 2022. Yes. Um, so I think you got to look at it holistically first, mm-hmm. macro sense. Look at your calendar. Yeah. And, you know, like you were saying, talk to your wife, husband, spouse. Make sure you have that time yep. to do it. Because right. you're going to need to take it. In, exactly. It's important to take that time. Mm-hmm. And you can't rush it. You can't rush fitness. Yep. Um, so, yeah. So I have a question. Yes. Now, I'm like a beginner who just like did my 5K. I'm getting building up to like a half or a full. Do I have to run 13.1 miles before my race? If you're training for a half marathon? Yes. Most plans won't have you do that. Yeah. What will, Same. What will they have me do? Um, I, a, lot of, a lot of common plans that I've seen, mm-hmm. that I've been a part in creating, bring you up to like maybe 12 miles. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, commonly you see that. Mm-hmm. 12 miles, maybe you see 10 or 11, but you know, your race day is going to be your first half marathon. Race day is going to be your first marathon, right? That right. first 26.2. So, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I do find that sometimes like... <clears throat> Plans that maybe get you to half were like you're running a whole 26.2 miles, which I don't see a lot. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. You end up running your race. Before your race. Before your race. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. Which is kind of silly. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I also feel like sometimes if you are, like, there are a lot of people who feel like they need to. Yeah. Like, they, I don't I don't think I can get it's there. Like a, it's almost like a pretest, right? I need right. to take this pretest. Yeah. So I can know that I can do it on race day. Right. I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm just saying that um, it's not common that you'll see that in, right. in a plan. I don't um, necessarily think you need to. You might think you need to, right. but you don't necessarily need to run the distance yes. to have the confidence to get there. You'll run 22 miles. It's a long run. You can get through another four. Yep. They just kind of start ticking off after that, you know? Yeah. And when I ran my first marathon, it was like, okay, I'm at 10. 11, 12, they just kind of fly by. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Until you get to like 22, 23. <laughs> and then it's like, whoa. It's like, whoa, what is this? So. So, yeah. So, I think you can get to 22 and then just hold on for dear life those last four. And yeah. I think you're good. Even like, I think some plans, only marathon plans get you to like 16, 18. Yeah. And some then you should have enough fitness to carry you through to the the 26 yeah, if you're if you're taking everything into account following the plan staying healthy and uh, yeah you sh- you can you can do it, so um, you can do it you can do it and but you know what I want to say too with any of this when you're beginning and starting out it's important for you to get your tail to your local running store mm-hmm. and get proper footwear oh yeah absolutely. right proper everything proper everything apparel for whatever season you might be involved in Mm-hmm. and doing your training in. So right. that's very, very important. I meant to mention that before, but it's key. It's oh, key. dude, totally. You don't want to go and start any of this with a pair of Chuck Taylors. No, no. And then what were you going to say? I'm sorry. I was going to say that uh, kind of a similar thing. Like you start running on those Chuck Taylors, you can plantar fasciitis pop up, you get an aromas, you yeah. get heel spurs, you yeah. get, you're, you're done before you even started, you know? Yeah. Get fitted in a proper shoe that's based mm-hmm. on your arches, your gates, your needs. So, yep. That's probably know. like the place to start footwear yeah and then if you're a lady next step sports bra yes um and then gear like jackets shirts 
shorts, that type of stuff. All the proper stuff. That's very, very important. It might be a little bit of an investment at first, um, but it's going to take you a long way and it's going to help you proceed comfortably and get through your training. Yeah. So Good gear makes me like feel... Makes me happy. I think I said it in the beginning of this podcast. Yeah. Give me that confidence to get out there. Yeah. Do it. Yep. And you can you do want. it. You can do it. And give yourself, folks, always it's important as you're doing this, you know, look along the way, look at the little tiny, you know, um, mile markers, I would say. You can say milestones, let's say mile markers. But like, like look at, you know, it's it's a big task training for something. But look mm -hmm. at all the little things and try to enjoy those and give yourself a pat on the back once in a while because it's hard mm -hmm. work and you're doing it and you can't, you know, and it's just, you know, be good to yourself. Be it's good true. to yourself. Give yourself a pat on the back. And uh, can I know. make, I'll make one more note before we wrap it up. Sure. So like, I think a lot of folks tend to treat themselves much worse than they would someone else. Yeah, right? of course. So like if you're having those like thoughts in your brain about like, oh my God, I can't do this, blah, 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 blah. Talk to yourself how you would talk to someone else. Yeah. Be your own coach. Exactly. Coach yourself like you would coach another human being. And if you do that and start it from the beginning. Yes. It's going gonna, it's gonna to stay with you. Right. And that's important to do. Absolutely. Good. Let's wrap this sucker up. We're going to wrap this sucker we up. We got to get to work. We got to go work. Okay. That was fun. Very that. fun. I enjoyed it, and I uh, hope, hope our listeners enjoyed it, too. And uh, we want to always say that we want you to keep running. Because it's good for you. This idea, like you've got deep dish pizza. Yep. You've got New York-style pizza. Yep. You've got New Haven Worcester Street. Mm -hmm. You've got um, Rhode pizza. Island pan pizza. You've got uh, stuffed crust pizza. Uh, you've got grilled pizza. But no one, has anybody ever thought of crustless pizza? Crustless pizza. Crustless pizza. I mean... I, for the most part, when I eat a pizza, the crust is the worst part. A lot of, yeah, and, pe and people tell you, my dad always used to say, eat it, it's the best part. Like, he didn't sound like that, but uh, I, it wasn't the best part. No, the best part is the cheese. The best the part is the cheese and the, and the topping and the sauce and all coming in, whatever toppings you have on there. It's so flavorful and it just, it's, it's you know. That's why you take the crust off. Yeah. That's what I say. You make it with no crust. No crust. You could either, you could make it with no crust. Yes. Take the sauce and the cheese to the edge of the pizza, Ta flatten it out. Flatten it out and take all the sauce and cheese and all the goodies, the toppings, all the way to the edge. Take it to the edge. Yep. Or make a normal pizza, cut the crust off. Cut the crust off like you would a PB&J. Yeah. And then maybe you could use a crust for dipping. Dip yeah, you can make like breadsticks. Yes. Or you could do both. Okay. If you had one pizza institution, you could do both of those things. I, we're giving all these ideas away to I people. I know, right. By the way, we're recording this, and this is our idea, folks. That's true. It's going to be trademarked very soon. We've already come up with a name for our pizza restaurant. What is it called? It's called Krusty's Pizza. Krusty's Pizza. Krusty's <laughs> Pizza. <laughs> we take it to the edge for you. Krusty's <laughs> Pizza. Uh, what was your... Krusty's <laughs> Pizza. There ain't no crust. Krusty's <laughs> Pizza. It's delicious. Crust us.